Blog Talk Radio. This week's Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash Dungeon Crawlers Radio to start your free trial membership. It's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Better than ever, it takes one to know one. A fan of my own, nobody, no one. Competition is none. Fight the mini boss. Fight the mini boss. Up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA. Cannot be command codes for contraband replay. We are not authorized to access this area. All right. The microphones are working. Yeah, they are. I really can't hear myself, so I don't know if I'm completely in the room, am I? Oh, I can hear you. Okay, good, because I can't hear myself. It's kind of weird. You can't hear me? No. See, he can't hear me. Try turning your headphones around. Is that any better? No, no, no. Anyway? No. Uh-oh. He can't hear me. That's not a good thing. I can't hear me. I can hear you just fine. Okay, so let me... Can you hear me? Yeah, I can, I can hear, hear you. you. I can hear all of you. Okay, you can hear all of us. I can hear you in the room, though, so we're good as long as it's being broadcast. Good, good, good. All right, so uh, we are broadcasting live once again from Dragon's Keep in Provo, uh, literally down in the basement. It, it's kind of it's kind of weirded me out a bit because we used to broadcast out of a basement, but the difference was we had sewer pipes over our heads. <laughs> At least we don't have that here. So. No. Um, this is a much nicer room. So we actually have Levi from Dragon's Keep with us on, on this evening, not Andrew. Uh, m- my fault, and and a little bit of his. So we, uh, yeah, scheduling snafu, basically. But uh, Levi has graciously said he'd jump in and talk to us about you know comics, games, all the fun stuff that's out there and available for everyone to pick up. And you know, the best part is if you're in the Utah Valley. Go to Dragon's Keep. You know, you can go, they have a Lehigh, Orem, and Provo store. So three locations you can drop by. So even if you're in Salt Lake, you can even drive down here. It's not that far of a drive, I promise. And they're really nice. I make it every day. So, um, yeah. So uh, what should we talk about? Well, we could either talk about games or comic books. Yes. Which one do you want to start with first, games or comic books? Well... Let's go with the. Uh, he was on a roll with the games. With the so games, we'll all go right. With games. Okay, so games. Let's jump into that first. So, um, or should I have re- rolled a dice for this first? Uh, Roll for initiative. <laughs> Amazingly enough, he has dice over here, so we could have done that. Yeah, it's too late now. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> so, uh, so what's kind of the hot items as far as gaming right now? Whether you know board game, role playing games, miniatures. What have you guys kind of seen that's hot coming in and out of the store that a lot of people have attention on? Oh, well, I mean, Magic the Gathering, of course. Yes. On an upward streak, 30% increase year after year for three years running. Uh, Massive growth, and it was already the largest game Mm -hmm. uh, ever to be created with fan base. So uh, whatever Wizard of the Coast is doing, uh, they're doing it right. all I can say is I'm so happy I got out of that game. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I got out back it was like Legends and Ice Age, so way, way back oh, then. Yeah. Otherwise, that was like '98, right? Yeah, yeah. I I would be completely broke. Yeah, and uh, his garage would be full of cards. Yes, I, I there's you know I've gone to other gaming stores and I just see people that just are spending hundreds of dollars on boxes and it's like do that. 
I mean, bills and everything else. Wow. And I know they do it. I, well, they do. And, you know, I can honestly say that I, when I have a new customer that I see spending a lot, mm-hmm. and, and maybe I'm unique in this way, but I will challenge them. Yeah. And I'll say, hey, listen, we, I love this game. Everybody loves this game. Uh, I've had customers come saying they can't pay their rent or they want to trade their cards back in for food. Wow. So I definitely have challenged my own customers to say, I'd rather have you around for a lifetime yeah. and not have you burn out in the first three months. Yeah. Because it is so addicting. Mm-hmm. We've all experienced it. If you ever played Magic the Gathering, it's both compelling, uh, fun, challenging, and we're all chasing those rares, right? Yeah, I mean, it is fun. It, you know, even now, even with my old cards, you know, it's fun to sit down every now and then and, and to play. So, um, That's why I go the digital route. Then I don't have to spend hundreds, digital. hundreds of dollars. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fortunately, well, fortunately for Wizard of the Coast, unfortunately for us, to buy digital Magic the Gathering cards costs exactly the same as buying the hard cards. It's oh, wow. It's still $3.99 a booster, Not and there's really. still an online market to trade and sell uh, electronic forms. The only reason that I have an advantage is because the, they had it for free on uh, PlayStation Network Plus. Oh, yes. Yes. so I'm like, I'm not paying for uh, nice, <laughs> nice. So, I, and that I I still see that is a pretty big seller. You know, they have releases. People pack into stores for those. Um, if, and and, in, and most certainly, if you've seen a growth, I mean, I think you would be insincere to say that many of the new stores opening up all over the state of Utah, mm-hmm. as well as other places in the nation, are primarily being driven by the huge boom in Magic the yeah. Gathering. And it has amazing artwork too. I mean, I amazing. my my cards. I look at those. I'm like, wow. Especially when you look at the new stuff, you know, that's done. Uh, you know, Steve Argyle. Yep. He, he, some of his are amazing as well as the other artists. And lucky so. for us, he's local, so you yeah. can meet him at some of our stores, both at Dragon's Keep and other stores in Salt Lake. Yeah. He frequents and does signings. And you know, if you want to know honestly, that's one of my. I attribute. Um, that's part of why I like that game so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not going to name any other specific games. But it's always a little – it doesn't uh, – I don't always like where they just take snapshots of their show or their cartoon and oh, stick yeah. it on the card. That's not – there's something unique about Magic, the fact that they manufacture unique art for every new yeah. card. Yep. No, that that is great. And it's not even – they'll even do the same card reprinted but pay for new art for the new edition, which, again, shows a commitment to that uh, yeah. artistic style in the game. So I love that. Oh. What other games are out there? Um, you know, this year, Descent, when they came out with the second edition in the fall right now, mm-hmm. they're coming out with, and if, if you don't know what Descent is, it's kind of like role-playing game in a board game format. Nice. Uh, it's a dungeon crawl type game made by Fantasy Flight Games. Um, mm-hmm. But because of its popularity, it's always been popular, they are coming out with kits, which are like league kits that you can now play in your mm-hmm. local stores as well. Every local store who wishes can order that, and then you can come and play through a series of kind of dungeon crawls in Descent uh, that you don't get with the original box. So that's oh, pretty wow. neat. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like uh, D&D's version of like Encounters that they do on Wednesday, sort of? Sort of. I okay. mean, it's a board game yeah. still. So they're kind of like Heroes Quest. Yeah, oh, okay. it, doesn't, it doesn't have quite as much of the dynamic choose-your-own-adventure style of a true role-playing game, mm-hmm. but most certainly it's quicker-paced, and it's definitely more about smash and bash. Nice. Yeah, that's kind of a good idea. Yeah. It's kind of funny when he said Descent, it made me think of the old computer game. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's you know, 
I have to say, Fantasy Flight can't go wrong. It seems like everything they've put out, you know, uh, X Wing, really great game, fantastic, um, really fun to play. And I've I've played Attack Wing, the WizKids put out. Yep, not as good. It just it does it seems. I and again, I know there are some Trekkie fans out there that say it's amazing, but you know the pieces just don't look as rich and detailed, and it just kind of seems the game kind of peed out at least for me. Yeah, and you know from from my position, it's really quite fascinating. I, you know, I saw the Star Wars license move around for the last several years. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Wizard of the Coast had it for quite some time. Uh, WizKids even had it for a time. They came out. They tried these little. I don't even know how to describe them. Like these plastic pieces, you'd pop out and make pseudo three D kind of garbage models, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, and that flunked. I mean, everyone who loves Star Wars bought them, and then they're like, this, not only are the pieces cheap, but the yeah. game's not even that fun. Uh, and then Wizard of the Coast tried, um, and their models were okay, uh, but again, they couldn't, for whatever reason, yeah. they obviously dropped the line, they couldn't produce it. Yeah. But Fantasy Flight put the extra money in, painted both modeled excellent models, mm-hmm. painted them. I think they're probably the best single-painted models I've ever seen yeah. a company mass-produce. I mean, just mm-hmm. amazing paint jobs. Um, and they got the mechanics right. They make it dynamic with lots of versatility and their strategy in every round mm-hmm. and every play. Uh, the new models, I love how they're all scaled. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you've seen, they, they're making the big ships now. Oh. And they take up like I can't wait. three and a half feet. You know, I can't wait. Table. No, I have my I have my Millennium Falcon, my Slave One, mm-hmm. you know, my X Wings, and that, you know, the bomber, Tie Bombers, and the Tie Advance. Oh, I can't wait for a Star Destroyer. Yeah, know, that would be awesome. So awesome. <laughs> yep, they have announced two. I don't think the Star. I don't remember. They're about three feet long. So again, wow. they're trying to keep them. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, scaled. It's gonna be an expensive piece. I mean, because oh, yeah. the Falcon. Ninety dollars. That's the price point. Yeah. Well, that's not too bad though, because what the Falcon's like forty. Yeah. So three feet. Wow going to be massive. Yeah. So what about when they do the Death Star? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't really want a Death Star. You don't want this giant ball sitting on No, 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 no. Star Destroyer. It's awesome. <laughs> no, I, they do They do a great job. You know, I like the random mechanics in there. You know, because every game is is never the same. You know, even fighting someone completely different with the same ships, just the way they, they think and the way they decide, okay, I'm going to veer off this way or that. Sure. It, yeah, it, it is lots of fun. You know, you think you got your guy in sight, and he flips his dial over, and he veers out, and you're, yeah, you can't. Your whole you can't do anything. Gone. Yeah. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. They figured it out. They yeah. made a great game with great mechanics, very versatile. Yeah. And I give it to Fantasy Flight. They did it right. Yeah. So, what other games? Can you uh, well, it's Halloween month, so yes. all the great Halloween games are, are coming back, especially with another Walking Dead series um, TV show coming mm-hmm. up. There are some great Walking Dead board games out there. Mm-hmm. And then the classics, Twilight Creation makes zombies, if you've never played that. That's a great... Wow. Look, it's not a game with a ton of depth. Okay, mm-hmm. If you've ever played it, it's not. Yeah. But it's still fun. I yeah. mean, you're trying to get to the helicopter or kill a bunch of zombies. Yep. I, mean, I don't know... Uh, can't... Can't go wrong with that. That's what I think, too, right? I mean, who doesn't want to kill some zombies? (laughs) And hope Uh, you live. That's pretty much the whole premise of Left 4 Dead. Yeah, (laughs) it really is. Yeah, That game's creepy. Oh, man. Just uh, the background noise. And then you hear the... I can't play that game at night. Oh, then you hear the witch. Yeah. (laughs) Surround sound system on, you're sitting there by yourself, everyone's asleep, and you hear the noise going on behind you from the, the... Speakers. It's even better when you play oh. it with the uh, 3D glasses as well. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> I'll just take your word for it. <laughs> I, yeah, I've never played that on 3D glasses, but I'm sure that'd be pretty creepy. Yeah, it's nice and dim. <laughs> it's good. Uh, other games, you know, Arkham Horror with Eldritch oh, Horror. Oh, man, that is, that is a fun game. Again, Fantasy Flight does it right. Yep. Okay. Uh, you know, I guess we're going to be stoking Fantasy Flight, but you're right. Almost every game they've been coming out with over the last several years has been a hit. Yeah. Uh, they've done it right. There have been a few that haven't been quite as successful, but... The Game of Thrones LCG is also excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also, don't they also do the board for it as well? Yes, and that board do. game is amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's not an easy-to-learn game. It's better, again, go to your local game store. It doesn't have to be Dragon's yeah. Keep. And most of them should be willing to teach you these complex games on a board game night. Mm-hmm. But one night of playing that, and you've got that game down, and it's a fun Oh, yeah, it is. Okay. Super great game. Um. Again, Netrunner, we were talking about it before we mm-hmm. got on the air. Yeah. Man, just quarter after quarter, it sells out, difficult to get the new product. That shows, again, that they've created a game that people is both dynamic and fun. And, uh, I, you know, it's funny we're talking about Fantasy Flight, but those are the games that people are. Yeah, it, are it just seems for. like right now that's the big thing. Yep. Having said that, to be fair, uh, Pokemon has uh, the new video game coming out, but likely that's going to launch into new Pokemon for the card game, mm-hmm. which is also garnishing mm-hmm. a lot of um, excitement right now. Well, that's one thing. Um, Saturday, I came in the store and noticed you guys were running Pokemon, which I haven't seen any stores do. You know, and yeah. I know kids love it. My kids do, and they're still and, and I walked in there. I'm like, wow. You guys are running Pokemon, and I, I can't find any other store that does it, let alone sells it. So there are some out there. Pokemon's complicated, and I, I you know, as a store owner, I wish I had better answers. Mm-hmm. Pokemon as a company has established a different strategy around how to promote their game. Mm-hmm. They allow anybody to prom- to be a, I don't even know the right, um, what are they, professor or a league leader. Maybe they call them a league leader. Professor, I think, is a little bit higher up on the, okay. on the thing. And so because of that, anybody can run Pokemon events, and they get the promo cards for running the events sent directly to their home. It's not – so as a company, they've chosen not to try to run those exclusive events Mm -hmm. through retail stores. Oh, okay. So that's why you can have a Pokemon League out of a bowling alley or out of somebody's house or out of a church or – Okay, and that does happen. And while I see the value for the company – I also see, at least here in Utah, for example, I know that I've talked to league leaders in other valleys. That can also create a lot of separation. Uh, and you know, if anything about anybody knows anything about gaming, it's all about community. Yeah. And so it it can sometimes hurt the community because you have a. And on the other hand, I think the reason. See, I'm talking over myself. Again. <laughs> uh, on the other reason, I I see the reason is kids don't drive around like adults. Yeah. Magic's an adult game; people can drive to game stores. Mm-hmm. So to try to make sure that each community can have some kind of Pokemon play, there maybe that's their primary reason is that the yeah, kids can I, get together. I could together. see that making sense. Where yeah. a bowling alley or at a church, the kids could ride their bikes there. That's right. I mean, yeah. It's a little bit easier. Yeah, and and I don't know how Pokemon could balance that a little bit better. It is true that we have a pretty strong league here in Provo, but that honestly just started up again just a few, maybe a month and a half ago. We've oh, been okay. trying to grow it, and we've finally got some footing going on it. And our orange store has done quite well. Um, they meet every Saturday from 12 to 2, and there's probably between 10 and 25, sometimes yeah. as many as 25. 
having said that, I do want to you know do a shout out to a guy named Simba. He runs, from my understanding, pretty much everything Pokemon in the state of Utah. He really drives the barbecue in the summer, and I think he runs his somewhere um, up in South Salt Lake Valley area. Oh, wow. I'm, not sure, I'm not sure which store. And he does come down and support us, um, and he runs the regional tournaments and. He always does a great job. He was at Comic-Con, and mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw their booth there, but they had a huge no, showing it. at Comic-Con. I, I mean, wow. they, they had tons of games going and really... Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, I did they see were the yeah. tournament Yeah, booth. I did. They, yeah. They, yeah, they had the, the... And that was Simba, too. So, oh, you know, nice. give Simba credit. He's really tried to keep that going. Um, and, and, again, we do, too. And we have a Yu-Gi-Oh! League as well that we run. And Kaijudo is another big game that started by Wizard of the Coast, yeah. which is... Kind of the entry level magic, I would almost call it. Okay, that, that, well, that's I mean, what I would have called Pokemon. Personally. I actually met I met the president of Wizards of the Coast, and that's uh-huh. pretty much what he's equated it to. It's kind of that middle ground between Pokemon and Wizards to draw in those kids in between those ages. Yeah, and I, you know, I think adults can play Kaijudo. I yeah. kids and have it's quite, quite fun. It's not doesn't have quite the depth of Magic the Gathering, mm-hmm. but also the images aren't as dark, okay, yeah. as some of the yeah. magic or, or even provocative, you could even argue, yeah. some Magic Cards art. Um, but we were talking about the art of Magic and how wonderful that is. And also, Kaijudo plays on the giant monster theme. That, okay, that's, that's what, what was... Kaijudo means, right? Something like well, that, like Kaiju giant. is Kaiju, yeah. yeah, giant monster that's... Watch Pacific Rim. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and if you, you haven't watched it anyway. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And as they've come out with new sets in Kaijudo, they've um, added... It's, it's a still, I would consider it a very new game, but it's definitely growing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're adding more and more tournament support. They're trying to um, uh, add new, la- just like Magic the Gathering, they add new rule sets with new releases. Okay. So that adds depth for the adults as well. Nice. Yep. So I wonder if they plan on having Kaijudo cracked like they did Magic cracked. Who knows? That would be actually kind of funny. It may eventually get to where they carry around cubes. I don't know. Yeah. And, and you know, Wizard of the Coast, they have certain words that are theirs. Yeah. That they have trademark, like the word tap. No other yeah. game can use that word. Mm-hmm. But Kaijudo can. So it's a very, yeah. it's owned by the same company. There's a lot of similarities in both the lingo and the style of play. Nice. Yep. So they can eventually transfer them to Magic. I, I'm sure that was a major part yeah, I'm of sure the is, yeah. marketing. Nice. Yeah. So Kaijudo's big this year, uh, for us at least. Um, and Yu-Gi-Oh! You mentioned, it's kind of evolving and changing too, it seems like. We saw a lot of new cards looking updated in his look. Um, so we're probably going to see a change, I'm guessing. Yeah, I don't... Well, okay, so I'm confessing something I hate to confess, which is it's some... That's a hard game for us to get going. Yeah. Um, well, the mechanics are tough. I've, I've played it myself. It, yeah, it's not easy. Sorry. Hmm. Everyone's hearing every time I move the mic. So, I mean, yeah, it, it is tough. It's tough. And, and I, you know, I have to wonder, you know, we have only for Dragon's Keep, I'm hmm. only speaking to our store. Yeah. We only have, you have so many customers locally. And once you get them into Kaijudo and Pokemon and Magic and Legend of the Five Rings, mm-hmm. there are only so many people that love card games. Yeah. So, uh, having said that, there are tons of Yu-Gi-Oh players out there. Everybody who's in Utah Valley know we do have Yu-Gi-Oh players at our store Saturdays as well. Um, but you know, 
it's hard to grow all the leagues all at once and get everybody interested in everything. And I also, as an owner, don't like to see my players spend every penny of their life in our stores. They burn out, and that's not good for anybody. Yeah. Well, and and it's also hard to promote a game that's tough. That's right. You know, it's tricky. The only way I learned that was by getting the video game. Yeah, that's right. And then once I saw how the video game was running the mechanics, then I was able to play the card game. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. I and we were mentioning again before we got on air. That's probably the largest reason it's difficult to grow Legend of the Five Rings. Mm-hmm. The ch- the grow the learning curve on the game is, I would say, by far the steepest game I've ever seen. Wow, a card game! It's very very steep learning curve. Having said that, it's also extremely fun. Okay, the, the mechanics, especially if you like the Oriental mm-hmm. uh, world, it's awesome. I mean, it's just a fantastic game. There's multiple ways to win, multiple dynamics in how to win. You can win by honor or dishonor, which is Hmm. Kind of cool, and uh, I don't know. It's a great game. Yeah, sounds yeah. fun. Uh, the other big new things are like the card games being put out through War Machine uh, by Privateer Press. Nice. They're playing off of what has been the huge new um, system, which is card games in general, mm-hmm. um, living card games, and then, um, you know, the Dominion and the uh, – where, where, yeah. man, I – as a store owner, I should know the name of this. Uh, the uh, non-collectible um, strategy card games. Yeah, there's, there's a better like name Ascension for it. Yeah, and a there's couple a, others. Ascension, yeah. There's lots, actually. Yeah. And some are definitely more popular than others. I'm sure that's what High Command is all about by War Machine, is taking advantage of that card play mm-hmm. dynamics while crossing over to their great world, which they Well, play. yeah, and then they put out uh, Iron Kingdoms for the role-playing. So yep. I'm not surprised they're going into the card games. Yep. And and I would say Privateer Press has definitely established itself as a significant player in both the tabletop and they've created some really good card games mm-hmm. and board games. Um, if there was any flaw of Privateer Press, and I don't understand this, is they often struggle to keep core items in production. Mm-hmm. Uh, we struggle with that in the store. Uh, we're talking about painting and hobby supplies all the way to sometimes their their games their wow. the models core models yeah. they just won't i don't know what's going on with them but they just stop printing them or yeah nobody it? has them no distributors have them and these are core models for the game huh. and that's been a constant frustration it's interesting yep Kinda. yeah that would be very frustrating guess yeah. what what write that down we'll talk to them at gen con next year okay. so why is this <laughs> Yeah, I, it's very unusual for a company that large to sometimes miscalculate. Yeah. On they'll come out with new stuff, but not keep in stock keep some in of the, the core the stuff. The stuff that seems to be selling very yep. well. Yeah. That that doesn't make sense. Yeah, and especially when new players are trying to build, um, you know, their troop units and their they can't get core uh, models. Mm-hmm. That's very frustrating. Yeah, it would be. And we had talked, uh, so if I'm going to just continue the conversation, sure. we had talked about WizKids and NECA, and I kind of given you a history yeah. on that whole system. They continue to push out stuff just nonstop. You know, we're looking at some of the previews of what's coming out, and in the next couple of months, they have Batman Arkham Horror Origins, they have Superman Legions of Superheroes, DC Hero Clicks, Superman and the Legion of Superheroes uh, Fast Forces Pack, they have a... Dire Starter Set. Um, this is probably a relaunch. I haven't even read this one yet, but they call it Dota. Uh, but it's huh. I'm not even sure what that is. I'd yeah, have to read Dota. It. Yeah. D-O-T-A. Yeah. Yeah, it's actually a rather large game. It's like uh, League of Legends in some ways. 
Okay. I know people that play League of Legends would probably kill me for comparing the two. But they're very similar in gameplay. Okay. But, well, uh, yeah, it's rather big. I don't really play it, so I... And you were mentioning you guys teach how to play HeroClick. Absolutely. We, lo- we love to teach you. We have a few, particularly, we have a few um, mm-hmm. really great customers that love HeroClick so much, they're always willing to both bring extra... Um, characters for people to learn and play with. Uh, they play every Saturday here, um, and they'll I mean they'll give them models. Especially some of the a lot of our guys have many many layers yeah. of them. So especially uh, someone wants to play a particular faction, we've always got models for nice. people to play with. But I mean they've got Hello Kitty coming out, <laughs> Lord of the Rings, and New Hobbit ones. And wow. it looks like so. They've layered this in every month, every week, something new is coming out. We'll have to come on Saturday. I know how to play the basic rules. I just don't know how to run like a game with the expanded powers. Yeah, they've, I've never they've played added. You know, yeah. it's no, they call it Hero Clicks, but now it's Hero Clicks, and you got to have a card, and yeah. you got to understand all the layers of mechanisms. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's the part that I don't understand yet because no one's really showed it. So, hey, yep. I may have to show up on it. Saturday. I have Superman. Yes! I don't have any of them because... I have I a whole bunch. Never had any friends that had that. And pretty much all of them I bought here. No. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Probably if I had friends that were playing it, I would pr- totally buy them. But I would need somebody to play with so I could know what's going on. I'm down the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you even said you don't know. <laughs> Will this show up on Saturday? Yep, we'll show up together. There we go. Well, and you know, I would, again, at any local store, just so everyone knows, if you're not aware, you can always go in and get these little magazines mm-hmm. that come out every month. Most stores will probably give them to you for free. Some may charge you a nominal fee to pick them up. These will highlight all the new games that are coming out um, for the next two months. So you're always welcome to check out the new games. Usually they'll have a review of some of the most popular games mm-hmm. and even some basic instructions on what you can oh, nice. hope to find in those. So what are the... So let's kind of switch gears uh, with comics. What are the kind of the bigger comics you're seeing right now? Because I know we've talked before how Green Lantern just kind of seems like it's fizzling. Um, well, okay, so and I'm re- if you're really hard into comics, you probably yeah. already read some of this. But you know, DC had tremendous success this last month by highlighting all the villains. Yeah, and they did uh, an issue per week. They had on, some of those special holographic oh, they, covers, they, they, which looked pretty amazing. Oh my goodness. They are so far ahead of the holographics that I had when I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, they were mm-hmm. truly amazing. Um, and then we've got... Uh, so DC has pulled off a, a major success with that. The oh, only good. failure they had with that was... They claimed they didn't make any money on those, just so you know. They claimed that really? um, while they sold huge amounts, they the cost of that hollow foil cover was mm-hmm. so high... Uh, that it was basically a break-even deal for them. Hmm. Um, whether that's true, you know, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Uh, having said that, I know that they were definitely allocated, and we did not get our full allotment, and I don't think most stores did get what they ordered. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of those, some of the more popular ones, are already extremely valuable. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to. I'm going to look like an idiot. I've heard ranges of even eighty or ninety dollars for comics wow. that came out a few weeks ago. That's Almost unheard of. Incredible. Yep. Um, 
some of the other hot titles that came out this last year that I've been reading are like Constantine. I love that. You, uh, Constantine mm-hmm. used to be called Hellblazer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it got wrapped up into the DC universe with what Brightest Day or something like that. Some of that crossover. And part of the stuff. New Fifty Two. Having yeah. said that, I've heard that there are serious talks. If not, they may already be in production of a TV series based on Constantine. Yeah, I've, I've heard about that. Yeah, to that too. I guess it's to make it, up for the movie. Yeah. Well. Well, the movie wasn't terrible. The movie wasn't bad, but it, it could have it could have been better. Well, it's it probably his best acting. Also though, unfortunately, had Gavin Rosdell from Bush in it, and it did have Rachel. Emma Thompson in it. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. Uh, it just it could have been better. Yeah, yeah, and you know, without naming specific titles, you know, as I'm thinking of it, I would promote. Um, you know, Free Comic Book Day has been a huge success yeah. for comic book stores, right? So. Uh, the whole comic book industry is trying to repeat that a second time in the year, oh, and it's really? coming up. So most comic shops, likely, we are in all three of our shops, going to be giving away free comics at Halloween. Oh, nice. Um, and they've already come into our shops. We've already got them here, allocated for kids who come in, kind of like a trick-or-treating cool. comic. And I would argue that most comic shops are doing this. So if you're interested in both supporting your local comic shop as well as uh, getting some free comics. Most comic shops will have free, unique uh, storylines just for Halloween that they put into. Uh, that will that again. My my shop's already gotten there. So I know where I'm coming there. for Halloween. I know where I'm going. For I Halloween. even have my Green Lantern costume. <laughs> yep. I guess, and I'm looking here. It looks like they're calling it Comic. Let's see, Halloween Comic Fest. So That's you can swing into shops and get those comics. And and then what? October is about five months away from May, right? Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. Approximately. Well, it's yeah, yeah, it's, that's about right. And for us, we're going to try to bring in some comic artists to do signings on those occasions as well. Nice. Um, some of the titles, you know, I'm looking here at the preview, so I cannot mess it up, but there's going to be some Batman, some Spider-Man. Yeah. And then, like always, there's some off titles as well. You, if you look, there, some of them are very yeah. themed, okay? Yeah. So there's like a My Little Pony that's like some kind of <laughs> vampire, vampire ghost or something. Yeah. yeah. You know, an Adventure Time specific theme, Hellboy. Uh, and they're all kids oriented. So they're definitely oh, kids so it's friendly. Itsy bitsy hell, yeah. Hellboy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, even Thor coming out right family. then, that's kind of good because, like, the next week, the new Thor movie's coming out. That's right. So, and and if I can put in just a sure. teensy little plug for all comic shops, uh, although I would I absolutely have no problem doing this, we give them away for free. I just want people who don't know to know we do pay for them. All comic shops, these are not shipped to us for yeah. free. We pay for these comics, although it's definitely a reduced price for us. So part of it is come in and support your shop, get a few comics, and if you see something else you like, don't be afraid to support your comic yeah. shops too. Like the... Uh, Millennium Falcon Ice Cube Maker. Yeah, those things are awesome, right? Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I don't know. You were, uh, you were, seemed like you were drooling over the Han Solo Carbonite. That was me. Uh, okay. Why would I want Han Solo Carbonite anyway? Who doesn't want a giant ice cube of Han Solo and Carbonite? I think it's actually the least quality looking one. Okay. All. Yeah. You know, I, I would say it's interesting to me, you know, how DC and Marvel go back and forth mm-hmm. on... Um, Picking really powerful storylines, um, you know what I what I suspect. I'm totally, I don't know. I suspect you'll see DC really working very hard right now to strengthen their characters mm-hmm. because they've already announced that seeing the success of the Marvel movies, 
they are going to repeat that. They've yeah. already said. They want to, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, in fact, the owner, or not the owner, the CEO of DC has already said, I'm, don't you worry, something's coming. Uh, but they always prelude that with an improvement in the comics, okay? Because they're <laughs> going to they're gonna work very hard to strengthen those lines mm-hmm. in preparation for the movie. So I'd be watching DC very carefully for both strengthening in the villains to make them more familiar. In fact, if I had to guess, that may have been part of the strategy around what they did this last month is to make the villains more... Um, so More prominent. Like, yeah, because just as they did the Thor movie and the Dare... Um, well, Daredevil was a long time ago, but Thor movie and the Iron Man movie and X-Men and Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, to make those movies powerful, you have to have villains. And yeah. the villains have to feel familiar. And if you're... While those who read comics obsessively know of all the villains, the average Joe does not know yeah. anybody but Joker or the Riddler yeah. or something from the 1970s TV show. Like all those people that watched uh, the Avengers and then waited through the credits. And well, like, I mean, so who is that this purple is, guy? This is kind of funny. This, um, you know, my office is doing something for a charity event, and where uh, the theme is superheroes, uh, for it. and so. And there's a bowl of bowling bowlathon going on, so we've split up into teams. There's hero villain, and just watching everyone as they pick their characters, every villain on the villains team is a Batman villain, yeah. and I'm just like, hmm. it's because that's all everyone really knows. You know, we got a Poison Ivy, a Catwoman, we've got Bane. It's like Mr. Freeze. Wow, you know, and everyone else on the other side is, you know, they're picking, you know. One guy is going to be Batman. One guy was creative and said he was going to be He-Man, which is now, I believe, a DC uh, pro- uh, property now, isn't it? He-Man, isn't yeah. it? Masters of the Universe? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, absolutely. Yeah, so it's, just, like, it's just kind of funny that they're all gravitating towards DC. So it's like, huh. But even then, you know, I, there's not a Lex Luthor or Reverse Flash or anything like that. So I, I think it is kind of that whole thing where... People don't know all these other villains. I don't really blame them for the Lex Luthor because he's kind of a boring character to dress up as. You shave your head. And, and wear down. a cool suit. Even then, you don't have to. All right. But still, you okay. just shave your head and you're done. All right. Works for me. <laughs> so, I mean, do we see anything, some movement with some of the, the DC products? You know, maybe well, for Superman, sure. I mean, and I didn't, I mean... They reported that they had tremendous improvement in sales, and we did too. I mean, that villain series did very well for us. It improved their entire market for the month. Um, And, you know, I I, and you and I have talked about this in the past. If there was any major criticism of the comic industry, and I run a comic shop, it it would be a couple couple things, actually. One, it's very frustrating, I think, for all of us readers and those who love the art how they will often pick a great writer and mm-hmm. a great artist to start a series, get a great storyline going, and then, you know, issue six or seven, suddenly, you're, suddenly it, maybe you don't even notice on the cover that they've changed mm-hmm. in those first six comics. And if you're astute enough, you'll recognize, oh, they've pulled the writer, yeah. they've pulled the artist. Well, I can't remember what series it was, but it was like great artwork, great writing, and then the, like the final issue was just like, they yank, it was like a completely different artwork, different writer, and it's just like the whole thing just fell flat on its face. Um, I can't think of the name of it right now, but it was, that was so disappointing. Yes. Yeah, I know uh, that I wanted to start looking up the uh, Justice League 3000 that they're coming out with. Yes. 
um, because that one actually looks interesting. I and I like stories where they put them in time zones that, or timelines that they're not used to. But I'm totally worried that it's going to do that on that one too. So I'm like, can I only follow it for six issues? Yeah, well, and you know, and that's and sometimes you get a great line and everything goes through, and you get, I mean, you get a great line going for thirty or forty issues. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's kind of hit and miss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, it's hard to be too critical. I know that every writer, I'm sure, puts his very best into yeah. it. Um, but just like there movies are, or any other entertainment. There are some that are better than others. That's right. Yeah. You know, some people got it. Some people almost got it. Yeah. Okay. Or even the same people almost got it. <laughs> well, and that can be very frustrating. And frankly, I see that sometimes where you'll see a great writer and one series will be doing a great job and other series maybe not so great. Yeah. I. The only thing I can guess at is they stretch them thin sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. and they can only give so much time yeah. and energy. And, you know, it's amazing to me, though, that they can even come up with so many creative ideas, you know, right on top of each other. To me, that yeah. can you imagine trying to, I mean, Detective got into 700s or something. I yeah. don't remember. Maybe even higher than that. I can't even remember anymore. That and can action. You, can you imagine yeah. writing, <laughs> trying to write a creative story? Every, Every single issue. Yeah, I mean, that, that'd be pretty overwhelming to me to yeah. try to always come up with something new. Yeah. I would say some of the top stuff for Utah people, um, and even if you're outside of Utah, uh, Chad Harden, he's here local in Utah, and he just got hired on to do the new Harley Quinn. Oh, nice. And Harley Quinn is an interesting character because yes, she was fair. not an original DC character. No. She came in with the cartoon. Yep. Um, and now she's the singer, single most popular female villain character. Wow. Uh, and she and that's why in my I call her a villain, but she's kind of a pseudo villain, right? If you've ever followed yeah. her. Yeah. Uh she's good and bad. Yeah, she goes by her own you her know own moral passion. line yeah. or she's whatever. She's very much like Joker in a lot of ways that way. Yeah. And so, you know, I, for sure I'd like you to support Chad. He's a friend of mine. He's here in Utah and he's a very talented artist, um Chad Harden. Um and then, and that should be a great series. I mean, I plan to pick that up and check it out as well. Nice. And that's Harley Quinn. Um, and then, if I were to say another big pop culture thing uh, is Adventure Time. And I, have you guys talked about that much here on the show? No, I mean, it's it's hard for it, me to watch. <laughs> My kids watch it, but it's like, wow, I can't yeah. even follow the stories because I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. Why? What? I, I know it's big, and a lot of people love it, but it's just like, so, I can't get into it. You know, it. I talked to a friend of mine about this, yeah. because it's, it is very unusual. Yeah. If you've ever watched, if you've never watched it, I challenge every person out there to at least attempt to watch an episode of Adventure Time. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. surreal. I mean, it's very unusual. Yes. It reminds me of the 70s. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting you say that, because I, I talked to a friend of mine, and he said, you know, it's almost like a post-moral American story, right? Huh. You know, we've moved in a lot of ways in the United States. We've moved largely past. Well, that's not true. We're still very religious, but we're not nearly as religious as we were 20 years ago. Yes. So if you watch Adventure Time, you almost see this kind of morality, but it's not aligned with any religious morality you would recognize. Yes. And if I would almost suggest that is the number one theme there. It's this unusual moral theme that sometimes feels familiar to most of our Judeo-Christian roots and sometimes is totally not familiar. Yeah. And that's where you're like, whoa, what just happened there? I'm <laughs> mm-hmm. not sure what just happened. Yeah. 
I think no. I just caught the bad episodes because they didn't have a plot. It seemed like the entire episode. I'm like, I gotta give this another chance. There is a plot. It's called Random Craziness. It's it's not as bad as other shows that had been popular, like Chowder and other ones. Oh, that one. oh I can't even watch Chowder. No, yeah, I've never seen Chowder, so yeah. I can't. No, uh, yeah, it's interesting, but it's it's still confusing. All well, the same time. whether it is or isn't, it's very pop yeah. culture. Yeah, they, the figures sell, the trades sell, yeah. the comics sell, everything sells. It's almost like My Little Ponies. Every uh, everyone I talk to is like loving it, guys. You know, you got your bronies out there. I've watched it. And I just shake my head. I'm like, what in the world do people see in this? But and it's huge. I'm a, I'm a brony. And you love it. I do. I My wife loves it, too. I can understand your wife loving it. Really? I just Because she loves it for the exact same reasons I do. That's and it's awesome. it's not the girly part. That's awesome. I just can't understand it. it awesome. It's amazing. Well, that's, you know, but... Everyone has their own taste. That's right. We all yep. have our own taste, yep. you know. I mean, and we have to be very careful of being critical because equally that can come back to bite us. Too, yeah. Right? No, and, and that's okay that everyone has their likes, and that's awesome. Well, it's yeah. like Lane and his uh, detest, uh, detesting of uh, Boba Fett. Yeah. Who hates thing. Boba Fett? Come on now. One of, the, one of our hosts. Yeah, oh, Lagoon, he man. hates Boba Fett with a passion. He thinks he's the most worthless character in the Star Wars universe, and it's just like, wow. We 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 razz him about it. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Yeah. He's definitely uh, on the very end of the bell curve there. I'll say yes. That. Yeah. He's yeah. Not, uh, not very central there. And that's okay. Yep. Well, in fact, if there weren't people like that, can you imagine how rotten life would be? Right. Yeah. If we all yeah. played by the same fiddle, we wouldn't see anything new and creative. That so, flipping onto the side of Marvel, is there any really cool things happening with Marvel? Because I'll admit it. I've. I mean, I used to be a huge. No, no, that's okay. I I used to be a huge Spider-Man fan, but it's just like I've fallen out of that. I really haven't followed anything in Marvel. I tr- I did get back into X-Men a little bit, and then they just went after yeah. that uh, whole Dark Angel. I kind of feel the same way, especially like the way they've been drawing some of the characters. Oh, like, I know. Yeah, the artwork's they kinda... They look more effeminate than they probably should. Well, to talk to Andrew about that, probably. He probably knows better. <laughs> There's, okay. a, there's a bunch of things. It just really bothers me about a lot of it. Here's the thing about Marvel. There are, I would say, maybe even more than DC. Where, where DC, I kind of see, you know, as I've read DC, especially like Green Lantern, mm-hmm. there's some hits and misses, but I can almost always read it and say, okay, that was pretty good. Marvel, for me, is either hot and it's really great or it's stuff, cold. or it's like, who's writing this? Yeah, you know? no, what I'm this crap. <laughs> Same way. I I haven't been able to pick up a new Marvel title in forever. Yeah. You know, yeah. That, that Dark Angel saga was awesome. I really enjoyed it. And then it's like, that's over. And then completely changed the artwork and story. And it's just like, whoa, this is not good. Yeah. So, you know, I, I wouldn't say um, that something great may not come along mm-hmm. because I actually thought a few years ago the Civil War stuff was quite creative. Yeah, that was really good. Great storyline. Yeah. Great twist. And they really made each character dynamic and have, you know, it's the, one of the, you know, they try to pretend sometimes like heroes have these strong moral um, compasses, Mm -hmm. but they don't always play by that. But at least in civil war, there were real lines drawn on, Hey, I'm not going to do this, or I am going to do this. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was fun to see. I think Uh, that creates real drama and a dramatic, um, drama and dramatic, yeah, yeah. tension. They, those are two dumb words to put together, but yeah. it was just really interesting how they then went back and created those, uh, you know, like Peter Parker unveiling himself 
totally. making a deal with the devil and totally. <laughs> losing his marriage. Uh, you know, there's it's, lots of things that bothered me about a lot of them. But yeah, but then you know, there's still that underlying New Fifty Two story arc that's going through with uh, Pandora and uh, the Stranger. Who knows how that'll pan out? So. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I think the the lines to watch for this next year that uh, may do quite well. Um, I unfortunately, and I hate to say this, is follow the movies. Yeah. What they're going to do in the movies, they're going to try to either build momentum or follow the momentum post the movie. Okay. Uh, and you know, movies for comic shops are, I would say, are largely positive. I would, I hope so. But it's so funny every time. Who are my friends come in and say, "Well, you must have had great sales from that," and unfortunately, I don't know why it doesn't really translate that well. Yeah, um, it does. I would say to some degree. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't, but it's not like we see like a twenty percent boost after Iron Man. Yeah. Sorry, maybe well, like two percent. Like after the last or the first Thor, they had like eight titles out in one month. Didn't they? Yep. And so, how can you really make a lot of traction off of that? Because it's like, um, which store do I pick? And you have to, you have to stock up on all eight of those. And Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I, I you know, reach up here about kind of the fact that they're going to try to build. What's the new movie called? Man. You mean uh, The Dark World? No, the new Marvel one is going to build on. Um, Oh, the, the new, uh, new Gal- Guardians. Galaxy? Guardians no, of the Galaxy? New... No, that's DC. Okay. No, yeah, you're right. Guardians of the Galaxy. That's yeah. right. That has... Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I'm talking about... Oh, man. Now we're going to sound like idiots on the radio. No, that's, uh, we, ha- we do it all the time. We all do it. Okay, we're good. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, why it's live. So we can. Yeah, so let's see. It's going to be... Who's the big robot guy? They just did it over the summer. Oh, Ultron? Ultron. Ultron. So they're going to do the next yeah, Avengers. That's, yeah, that's yeah. okay, so that's yeah. what they're trying to do. But the funny thing is... is and his story is going to be a different story. I mean, I don't even understand how they're going to introduce this character because in the series that they did over the summer, he's coming back, okay? Yeah. I mean, that was the whole point is this basic God character is coming back into the mm-hmm. universe. But they've never introduced it. And he's a very complex character. Yeah. So, and he was built by Tony Stark in some stories and in others yeah. not. Well, and in this one, you know, James Spader is going to voice him and he's not the same Ultron that we've seen in the comics. That's what he he stated. Well, so exactly. it, it, it's going to be interesting. Maybe they'll sneak him in towards the end of Thor, like the little bit clip, or maybe sure, we'll see him and, somewhere else. And that's else. great, but they may tie him in with all the ones that are or, coming or they, out. I, I hope the they Guardians don't ruin of the it. Galaxy, and also Captain America. Yeah, I, I I don't know. You know, and there's I guess what bothers me is there's all these great stories out there that you could easily draw from without trying to bring in Ultron, which is a very complex character yeah. that they haven't set any origin behind at all. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was expecting something with Thanos because you saw him at the end of the first one. Well, and maybe they're going to try to well, bring both in. I don't know. Thanos yeah. is actually the bad guy of the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's how he's tied in. Okay. Well, Works for me. Continue. Yeah. Yeah, because he's actually how they tie in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Makes sense. The big new thing, too, is Doctor Who. Yes. The new Doctor Who that's coming out. Have you guys talked much Doctor. about that? Um, yeah, I'm a huge Doctor Who fan. Okay, very yeah, we talk about it, and I keep mentioning when he says, oh, I'm going to get the 11th Doctor or the 10th Doctor. In fact, I have, You're a, wrong. I have a Wii remote that is a sonic screwdriver. That's yeah. so awesome. So that was my Father's Day gift. I love it. Um, 
Well, we're doing at uh, our Orm store, we're doing a rel- – it's not actually us. We're just providing a space for it. But uh, the Doctor Who Club is going to run a big event to show the new episode that day after or the same – it's well, hard because it's on so, BBC. And you yeah, it comes out well, Thanksgiving Day or so, or the day before Thanksgiving. No, it's the week before. Is yeah, it? it's the week before. So, you know uh, – and I already know she told me they've already sold over 100 tickets Wow! their little club event at our store. Um, so we'll try to pack them all in there. Nice. Yeah. And they'll all get pizza. It'll but if you're, if you're interested, definitely. I, I, I'm a total jerk. I can't remember. It's some kind of Utah County club for Doctor mm-hmm. Who. You can probably find it on the Internet by searching that. Um, should be great. There's going to be a cake. But I'm a Doctor Who fan. My kids are all Doctor Who fans. Yeah. We all so watch it together. Uh, I love the fact that it's generally family friendly. My little girl, she's only five. It can be a little, a little scary. At a little times. at times, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially the uh, "Are you my mommy?" Yes. Well, yeah. I mean, the funny thing is, uh, <laughs> Lagoon, the, the same one that hates Boba Fett. His daughter, she is two. Her favorite character is the Daleks. Oh yeah. She has a little stuffed Dalek that she carries mm-hmm. around, squeezing it, says "exterminate" all over. But um, yeah. It, it is really caught on. My my kids love it as well. We have our we have sonic screwdrivers and everything. So. I do like how it is so family friendly. Oh, it is. Yeah, so much better than some of its spinoffs. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, yeah. So, and we're all geek stuff here. It can't just be comics and games. Yeah. Okay. So, have you guys seen the new um, uh, Agents of Shield? Yeah, I've, I've seen a little bit of that. I was going to bring up the Sleepy Hollow show. Oh, though. that is amazing. Yeah, I you have know, yet to see it. It is it is dark, but yep. they've done it in a really fun way and a really smart way as well cuz Ichabod Crane isn't that, you know, well, if you've seen like the Disney version yeah. that little scared Scaredy. school teacher, he's actually pretty smart. Is he a little bit more like the Tim Burton? Ichabod? No, I think he's better than the Tim Burton one. Um but the goat-headed creature that's at the very end of the first one, freaky. Holy crap. Yeah. It just creeped me out. So I think they're doing a great job. I think so too. If you haven't seen it, you say you haven't. It's quite good. The main actor, I would say, is witty. Yeah. Okay, but not witty like corny. Okay, he's just the right amount of. uh, Okay, this guy's smart, and and yet I don't. I haven't seen them make too many mistakes around. I mean, he well. Okay, I don't know how much I should give away. I guess they're on episode three, so I think four now. Four. Catch up. I'm told all about them at work. So okay, I guess I'm going to give away a little bit if you haven't. That's okay. you know, he's from the past. It's like a... So, Somehow okay, he's got thrown into this. the future. The craziest thing about this show is they are crossing genres like crazy. Oh, okay? I know. you got Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Yeah. you got the Headless Horseman. You've got a guy traveling through time. you kind of got crazy people in there. you got demons. you got demons. I mean, you got hallucinations. Yeah. you got people questioning it. you got secret... They're, they're kind of implying there's like a secret society within the village that knew about it. you got witches and witchcraft. I mean, there's... Layer after layer of all geek stuff yeah. going on. And, you know, the one thing I would say is, how can you do all that right without it being, like, super corny and yeah. retarded? Well, at least to this episode, they have yeah. they've been able to make that happen. Uh, yeah, supernatural, I, I couldn't do. Yeah. And it seems like yeah, this is kind of all that, but better. Yeah, and, and we'll see if they can sustain it. That's yeah. really the question. Can they continue to balance? And I, you know, you heard me list like nine genres, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. can they balance all that and go forward? Uh, it's I think amazing they could. when they can do that with shows. Yeah, there's other ones that they are so good at the beginning, and then they just peter out. 
Well, and I would say if I were to argue why they're able to do it, again, the main actor, mm-hmm. Ichabod Crane, I think he's fantastic. Yeah. Okay, And I would also suggest that for not to dish on female actresses, but she's the main character and she's a policeman and she's done a quite a good job. Mm-hmm. Okay, She's dynamic. She's also funny. She's realistic. She's kind of crazy, literally, yeah. like she questions her own sanity. All of that's working for her. Very realistic. And yet she doesn't. I love that she's a true lead. I mean, she feels like she's taking control of her life. She's not being bullied even by the main uh, male actor, Ichabod Crane. Yeah. I think there's a good balance there. Uh, and if, in my opinion, if they can maintain that balance and she can continue to be a strong lead, the show will continue to be successful. So I give all the credit to those two actors. They nice. really have drawn that story out. I, I do believe some of it, you know, also in the writing. Yeah, uh, well, you know, and the directing. Yeah, I mean, can't forget the guy. Doctor Who wouldn't be where story. it is if it wasn't for that. Either. I would agree. You know, um, well, I, and I guess I'm. So I would counter argue and say you can have great writing. I've seen shows that have great writing, mm-hmm. but if you have bad acting or well, yeah, I mean, you still have to have that kind of that nice yeah. combination. Because yeah. if you yeah, if you have some good actors and bad writing, it doesn't work, and vice versa. Yep, absolutely. So um, still have to have. Don't get the director's guys. Okay, fair enough. Eh. No, <laughs> I know, I know. Especially uh, since I've teasing. actually directed some shows, so I should know. Yeah, it requires a lot so of work. Tell us. I mean, what what is it about directing? Oh, it, you have to be able to see the story, and then you've got to get everybody else to see the story with you. Most important of all the people to get to see the story with you is the producer. Yeah, because you two are the ones that actually make the show. After that, it's the actors have to see your vision. They don't necessarily have to see the exact same vision, but they have to at least see, see some something of it. Similar, yeah. So that way they can go and add to it. Cause so, so can you give us an example of what you think was maybe a great screenplay or a great story and good acting, but poor directing, so we can understand where that goes wrong? He's probably going to say anything by Michael Bay. Well, I would, <laughs> I would, except for I'm trying to think of one that actually had good writing in it. <laughs> It's going to be a little bit harder because I can't think of one that had good writing in it. Yeah. But it did have good actors in some of them. But that didn't carry the stories for me. Like yeah. Armageddon had some good actors. Yeah. Terrible storyline. Terrible writing. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, it was still cool though. Horrible, horrible directing. But no, there there's definitely some out there, and I just have to really think deep of of which ones would be the, like the best example of that. Because, like, it's just really hard because if a movie succeeds, it's usually because of the actors and the director or the writer and the director, not necessarily without the director. So it's really hard. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So Evil Dead. The first one? Yes. Not the remake? Yes. Okay, that was... The very first one. Really corny acting. Okay, the... Very bad writing. Cornier. And directing. Yes. It was and also a, videotography. It was a student film, first yep, off. I know. And then they realized how stupid it was. And they're like, why are we doing this so serious? And then they made the sequel. Yeah. And then they just went and made But that's the kind same of an story. example. That's not exactly the same kind but of But it's example. still popular. Yeah. Well, it's because of the second one. And, <laughs> and, and especially then the, and then the Army of Darkness, yeah. Yeah. And now there's comic books and And now Bruce Campbell is super famous. But no, that's not, that's not a very good example, okay. actually. But, All right. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think of ones that 
I put them totally on the spot, guys. Sorry about that. No, that's okay. So this is your task. Now you need to write a blog blog post about this. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's not a big deal. Because we only got four minutes left. No, that's okay. Because, like, I can totally name off a lot of good movies. Just the directing alone was more than enough to make up for it. Well, I know you'll bring up the very first Hulk movie. No, actually, I'm not. Oh, you're not? Okay. No, I was going to bring up The Naked Island, a Japanese movie. Haven't seen it, so I can't tell you. Amazing. Well, it... They wasn't until I think it was like a couple of years ago that they finally allowed it to be released in America. Oh, uh-huh, okay. And a lot of film schools have been fighting to get it here huh. for mm-hmm. so long that they actually went and bootlegged it to get it to show it. So there were illegal copies of it at film schools. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it was amazing. Okay. Well. And there's only like three lines in the entire movie. All right. So uh, since we got to wrap this up, quick plug. For Dragonscape, you want to throw one out there? Well, I mean, thank you. I mean, you're plugging me right there. All right. Yeah. Dragonscape. Dragonscape uh, is cool. Lehigh, Orem, Provo. Provo. Yeah. Uh, definitely show up. Check them out. Uh, great store. Great environment. If you want a place where you can Friendly eat pizza, service. go to Orem. Um, Lehigh store is a little bit smaller, but still, you know, great service when you get there. Uh, Provo store is probably your biggest store, right? It, definitely the most inventory. Maybe yeah. square footage would be Orem, but uh, okay. most inventory. And it's the oldest store. And, yeah. you know, if I were to plug anything, there's a reason why it's the oldest running comic and game shop in Utah. Yeah, long history of really not always perfect over all those years, yeah. but always recovering and trying to help people. It's a long history. It's yeah. way better than it used to be when I was a kid. Yeah. No, I, I've enjoyed every time I've come in, everyone's immediately asking how they can help and if uh-huh. I have any questions. So it's awesome. So great. All right. With that said, uh, we will be back Monday uh, with the cast of Hellskate. Yep. Roller derby horror movie. It'll be awesome. Yes. I hope we get an advanced copy. Uh, Hey, we'll have to ask. I'm definitely Uh, going to. Check it out. Uh, They'll actually be live with us. So uh, if you want to uh, meet the roller derby girls uh, in the movie, they will be there. Maybe they'll sign some stuff. Until then, uh, we'll be back Monday, and we'll catch you later. Peace. How'd it go?